Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay. This is the program where we look at international soccer three times a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. However, this week, because it's a holiday week with Thanksgiving, we're only going to do an episode today. We're going to take the week off, and then next Monday we'll come back with all the results from the week. But we'll get you set up this uh, today for this week with all the different actions that will be going on. The first thing we want to start out with today is the Copa Libertadores final, which was held Saturday in Lima, Peru. Now, if those of you not familiar with Copa Libertadores, it's the South American Club Soccer Championship. This has been a tournament going on for years, and the two teams that played today have been around for a long, long time. Let's first take a look at the two teams, kind of give you a sense of what of who they are. We have River Plate from Buenos Aires, Argentina, and Flamengo from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. River Plate was founded in 1901. They've won 36 league championships over time in, um, in Argentina. Ten titles, or ten of those titles, have been won under the guidance of Marcelo Gallardo. Marcelo Gallardo is a very good tactician. He's got this team playing great football. Currently, they sit in fourth place in the Argentinian first division. They are at 24 points. If that doesn't sound like much, the thing is, the first three teams in the Argentinian First Division, are at 25 points. So River Plate is right there. They're not going to back down. They, are, they will compete for the championship. I guarantee you they've got a great team. Now, about Marcelo Gallardo, there are rumors swirling that he may be headed to Barcelona. Now, that's right. They're not very happy with Ernesto Valverde at Barcelona right now, even though Barcelona is having a great year. Ernesto Valverde apparently is rubbing some people the wrong way. So, Marcelo Gallardo may be popping up as the next coach of Barcelona. Taking a look now at Flamengo, as I said, they're from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. They are officially called Clube de Regatos do Flamengo. That is Portuguese. And they came around in the late 1890s as a rowing club. Then, as time started to pass, they started to add more sports to this club. Uh, the soccer started around 1912. They didn't get into a league around the 19, until the 1930s. Their coach is Jorge Jesus, who is a well-known uh, international footballer from Portugal. Currently, they sit in first place in the Brazilian top league, 81 points in 34 games. Not too shabby. In second place is Santos of Brazil. Yes, that's the same Santos Pele played for. And Santos is at 68 points. That's uh, 13 points behind. That shows you how good Flamengo is. Gabriel Barbosa scored the two goals for um, Flamengo in the game, and it was uh, Colombian Rafael Santos who scored the only goal for River Plate. The game was uh, a very frenetic affair, back and forth. As I said, uh, Rafael Santos scored for River Plate. He scored first in the 14th minute, and that one nothing lead held up until the 89th minute. And then in the 89th minute, Barbosa jumped on a loose ball and slotted it into the net. That gave Flamengo a 1-1 tie at that point. Three minutes later, as the ball was bouncing back toward the goalie for River Plate, the two defenders could not figure out which one wanted to play the ball. Barbosa jumped in like a good center forward would. He would always be up there pressuring the defense. Jumped in there between the two, headed the ball to his feet, and then kicked a nice low shot past the River Plate goaltender, giving... Um, Flamengo that two to one victory. Now, both teams 
lost a man in the 95th minute to red cards. So it's going to show in the line score that the teams finished with 10 men, but the red cards were issued in the 95th minute, so it didn't really make a difference about uh, the, the score in the game. So once again, it was Flamengo 2, River Play 1, and the finals of the Copa Libertadores. It was played around uh, before 80,000 people in Lima, Peru. It was scheduled to be in Santiago, Chile, but because of the unrest there, they moved it to Lima, and things worked out very well. Moving on now to those rumors that I was telling you about the other day regarding Dzeko, the Bosnian uh, striker who is currently at Roma. He's not really finding favor with Roma coach uh, Maurizio Sarri. Uh, he's only seen uh, some limited action. He's got six goals and two assists. But there is a team out there in the EPL that needs help scoring goals. They're currently in sixth place in the EPL table. That's Manchester United. And there are rumors swirling that there is a uh, possibly an offer coming down to Jekko to come over to Manchester United in the January transfer window. Now, if Roma loses Jekko, Roma's going to have a little bit of a scoring vacuum, even though he's only used in sparing uh, cases. Uh, Roma's currently in sixth place. Uh, they're, um, they're right behind Lazio, who's their inner city rival. And uh, Roman fans don't like being behind Lazio at any uh, point during the season. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Once again, Dzeko very uh, likely could be uh, going to Manchester United in the January transfer window. Taking a look now at UEFA once again, I know it was kind of confusing as I explained it to you about these four slots that are still open. Four teams coming up in the uh, next round of the UEFA championships uh, there in Europe. Um, basically, the way it, it works out, instead of relying on group stage results for these four wildcard teams, 16 teams which failed to qualify will be selected based on performance in last year's UEFA Nations League in Europe. 16 teams divided into four paths, each with four teams, each playoff featuring two single-leg semifinals and one single-leg final. Four playoff path winners will then join the 20 teams who have already qualified. And those teams, just to refresh your memory, Austria, Belgium, Croatia, Czech Republic, Denmark, England, Finland, France, Germany, Italy, Netherlands, Poland, Portugal, Russia, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, Turkey, Ukraine, and of course, they're still talking about this one, Wales, who defeated Hungary 2 to nothing in Cardiff to go ahead and come out as the second uh, team in Group E. So they've decided how these uh, one-leg uh, playoffs will, will work out, and they'll be played on, these games will be played on March 26th and March 31st. On March 26th, the following games will take place. Bosnia is going to host I Northern Ireland. That will be in Zenka, Bosnia. At the same time, Slovakia will host Ireland, the Republic of Ireland, and that will take place in Trnava. So, of course, if Northern Ireland and Ireland win their games, you'll have a Northern Ireland-Ireland final in that leg to figure out which one goes uh, on ahead. Could be very interesting. Scotland's going to play Israel in Glasgow, and Norway's going to play Serbia in Oslo. This is for path number two. Again, these games are on March 26th. Path number three finds Georgia hosting Belarus at Tbilisi. 
and Northern Macedonia and Kosovo, almost neighbors, uh, they'll be playing in Skopje. J. And the fourth path finds Iceland hosting Romania in Reykjavik, then Bulgaria will host Hungary at the soccer stadium in downtown Sofia. Bulgaria and Hungary, not quite neighbors, are separated by Romania, but could be a very interesting game nonetheless. So that's a look at uh, UEFA Championship. That is on a sort of a hiatus. Don't forget, on the 30th uh, in Bucharest, and you'll see this on ESPN News Live if you want to tune in, they're going to do the draw for the teams that are already uh, into the uh, next round. Uh, they're going to do it live in Bucharest on ESPN News. That's at 12 noon Eastern time. Okay, let's look at league action now. Mexican League from Friday. Um, some games are uh, still some games are, that were out there to, to figure out who's going to make the playoffs uh, coming up here in about a week or so. Puebla hosting Nacaxa and shut them out 3-0. Puebla needed that win bad because they're down toward the bottom of the table. That win gave them a, a very uh, needed three points to hopefully maybe keep them out of relegation. It was Leon traveling to Tijuana on Friday night, and Leon came away a winner 2-1. Leon currently sitting fourth in the Mexican table. On Saturday, Carretero hosted Morelia, and that was a 3-1 victory for Carretero. Cruz Azul hosted Atletico San Luis, and Cruz Azul came away with a 3-1 win at Mexico City. The Rayados of Monterrey shut out Atlas 2-0. Pachuca shut out Pumas 2-0 at Pachuca, and Chivas of Guadalajara had no problem with Veracruz at Guadalajara winning 3-1. Veracruz probably will be relegated sometime because they finished up very, very uh, at the bottom. On Sunday, Toluca and Santos played to a 2-2 tie. Santos playing with, uh, with uh, 10 men uh, for most of the second half. However, Santos is the uh, outright winner of the league at this point, and uh, they're going to face, for sure, Monterrey, Los Rayados, uh, in the first round of the playoffs, Monterrey finishing in eighth place in the table. Checking now the EPL uh, for Saturday, West Ham and Tottenham playing at West Ham. And why is this game so important? Well, Josie Mourinho, this is his first game with Tottenham. Uh, they went on the road, and Tottenham came away a victory 3-2. to two. Wolverhampton defeating Burnmouth at Burnmouth, 2-1. It was Arsenal hosting Southampton. Southampton struggling and gaining a 2-2 tie. Brighton Hove got shut out at home by Leicester City. The Foxes went in there and won 2-0. Crystal Palace uh, hosted Liverpool, and Jurgen Klopp brought a team in there. Of course, Liverpool is at the top of the division. Liverpool came away with a 2-1 win. Everton at home did not look very good. Got shut out by Norwich, 2-0. Watford at home looked even worse. They got shut out by Burnley, 3-0. And Man City winning 2-1 at Man City over their arch rivals, Chelsea. On Sunday, Sheffield United and Man United decided to leave the defenses at home. They played to a 3-3 draw. Scottish Premier League on Sunday saw two games. Hamilton Academic hosting Rangers. It wasn't close. Rangers came in, showed their dominance, won 3-1. St. Johnstone playing at home in Perth. They drew with Aberdeen 1-1. Bundesliga action from Friday. Borussia Dortmund 
and Paderborn decided to leave the defenses at home. They played to a 3-3 draw. Kind of an interesting situation here because Paderborn is in the bottom of the Bundesliga. And they went into Borussia Dortmund and matched them goal for goal. Came away with a draw. Very good point there for Paderborn. On Saturday was Bayern Leverkusen hosting Freiburg. 1-1 draw there. Wolfsburg going into Frankfurt. Eintracht Frankfurt couldn't do anything. They got shut out at home 2-0. It was Schalke going into Werder Bremen and winning 2-1. Bayern Munich went into Fortuna Dusseldorf. Came away with a 4-0 win. I told you about this game on Friday between Union Berlin and Moching Gladbach. Moching Gladbach going to play at Union Berlin, and I said, Union Berlin has got a great fan base. The place is rowdy whenever there's a game. The fans come out. They're loud. They have a great atmosphere there, and boy, they didn't disappoint. Union Berlin comes away with a 2-0 win over the champs, or rather the uh, leaders of the uh, Bundesliga at this point. That's Moching Gladbach getting shut out by Union Berlin 2-0. You heard it here first. Leipzig defeating Köln 4-1. Sunday, Hertha Berlin played with 10 men for most of the second half, and Augsburg took advantage of it. Augsburg shutting out Hertha Berlin 4-0. And then Mainz went into Hoffenheim, showed no mercy, came away with a 5-1 victory. Serie A on Saturday, Juventus going into Atalanta. Juventus played a good, strong game, as they usually do. Juventus is very organized now that they've got uh, Cristiano Ronaldo in there, and uh, he played a very important part in this game. Atalanta falling to Juventus 3-1. Napoli and Milan tying at one, and Inter going into Torino, taking care of business, coming away with a 3-0 victory. On Sunday, it was Parma tying Bologna 2-2. Verona shut out Fiorentina 1-0 at Verona. Roma at the Olympic Stadium in Rome took care of business over Brescia 3-0, while their crosstown rivals Lazio were on the road at Sassuolo, Lazio winning 2-1. Udinese at Sampdoria couldn't get a tie, Sampdoria winning 2-1, and the game between Lecce and Cagliari in Lecce had to be postponed because of bad weather. For those of you that don't know where Lecce is, it's in southeast Italy, about an hour south of Brindisi. It sits right on the coast. They had some heavy rains there, along with some thunderstorms. The pitch got inspected three times before they called the game. At one point, they went out there, and the water was up around the ankles of the officials. So they decided to play the game on Monday. Uh, It'll be played at about uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, Rome, or rather Italy time, and hopefully they can get that game in. Um, Again, uh, that was in Lecce uh, against Cagliari, and that game will be played on Monday. La Liga action from Friday, Levante uh, defeating Mallorca 2-1. On Saturday, it was Leganes at home to Barcelona. Barcelona came in and showed why they are leading the league right now. Uh, Barcelona winning 2-1. It was Real Betis defeating Valencia 2-1. This was quite a game. Valencia had a tie just about done on the road at Real Betis. The Real Betis fans are really amazing. They come out. Here's a team. That's right near the bottom of the La Liga uh, table. And the Real Betis fans support this team unbelievably. And the support paid off. Real Betis with a goal in uh, stoppage time. Real Betis winning 2-1 to one over Valencia. It was Granada and Atletico Madrid tying at 1. Real Madrid beat Real Sociedad at the Bernabeu 3-1. to one. On Sunday, the other Barcelona team, Espanyol, was home to Hetafe. 
It was a 1-1 draw. Osasuna could not win at home against Athletic Club. Athletic Club coming away with a 2-1 victory there. Deportivo Alaves on the road to Ibar. Shut them out, 2-0. It was Celta de Vigo defeating Villarreal, 3-1. And Sevilla, on the road, got a good win at Real Valladolid, 1-0. Ligue 1 had some great games over the weekend. Friday, PSG shut out Lille, 2-0. On Saturday, Lyon, at home, defeated Nice, 2-1. It was Brest and Nantes playing to a 1-1 draw, as well as Metz and Reims. Amiens, at home, got whitewashed by Strasbourg, 4-0. It was Angers, at home, eking out a victory over Nimes, 1-0, and Dijon, defeating Ron, 2-1. On Sunday, Bordeaux got the best of Monaco, at home, at Bordeaux, 2-1. Saint-Étienne and Montpellier played to a 0-0 draw. Marseille on the road to Toulouse. Marseille coming away with a 2-0 victory. Okay, this week is going to be kind of absent of league action. However, we do have some Champions League and Europa League action. So on Monday, just as far as league action is concerned, on Monday there's one game in the EPL and one game in Serie A. In the EPL, it's going to be the Magpies of Newcastle traveling to Aston Villa. And in Serie A, SPAL is going to host Genoa. Those are the only two games for the week in league action. Now, when we talk about tournaments, of course, we talk about Champions League. That's going to get back up and running here just for this week only. And we've got some... Excellent matchups Tuesday and Wednesday in Champions League. Club Bruges from Belgium is going to go to Galatasaray at Turkey. Lokomotiv Moscow is going to host Bayern Leverkusen. I can't imagine how cold it's going to be in Moscow for that game. Real Madrid is going to host PSG at the Bernabeu. That is a marquee matchup. I can't imagine how many people are going to be in the Bernabeu. Uh, It's going to be packed and it's going to be rocking. Tottenham Hotspur. It's going to host Olympiacos Piaris at Tottenham. Joji Mourinho back in the uh, fold with Tottenham Hotspur. Now he's going to get into some Champions League action. Red Star is going to host Bayern Munich at Belgrade. Man City is going to host Shakhtar Donetsk from the Ukraine. Atalanta of Italy is going to host Dynamo Zagreb. And Juventus is going to host Atletico Madrid at Juventus. On Wednesday, Zenit is going to host Lyon. Valencia will be home to Chelsea. It'll be Napoli traveling to Liverpool. Salzburg traveling to Genk. Benfica, Portugal going to Leipzig. Barcelona will host Borussia Dortmund in a marquee matchup. Slavia Praha will be hosting Inter. And Ajax of Holland is going to travel to France to play Lille. On Thursday, we've got Europa League action. And there's some matchups here, too. There are 24 games in all in the Europa League schedule. However, we're not going to look at all of them. We're just going to highlight the teams that are uh, of importance. You've got Astana in Kazakhstan is going to host Man United. This is on Thursday in Europa League action. Feyenoord, which plays in the Dutch League out of Rotterdam, they're going to host Rangers of Scotland. And in the same uh, day, Celtic is going to be home to Rennes from France. So the two top teams from the Scottish Premier League will be in Europa League action on the same day. Istanbul is going to host Roma. So the Romans are going to travel to Turkey to play that game. 
Mojen Gladbach in an inner German matchup is going to play Wolfsburg. CFR Cluj is going to travel to Lazio. Eintracht Frankfurt is going to be at Arsenal. And Karabag is going to travel to Sevilla in Spain. That's basically just the uh, Europa League and Champions League action. As I said, it's a very abbreviated schedule. They're just getting some games in to keep the rotation moving. And then uh, it will take a vacation for a couple of weeks. Now, on this coming Friday, uh, the league action around Europe will start back up again. And so we'll go over those games for you to get you all caught up. And then we'll have the results for these on Monday. Friday in La Liga, it's going to be Celta de Vigo hosting Real Valladolid. And then on Saturday, it's going to be Deportiva Alaves hosting Real Madrid. Ibar is going to go to Real Sociedad. Real Betis is going to go to Mallorca. And Villarreal will be playing at Valencia. On Sunday, Sevilla is going to host Leganes. Granada is going to go to Athletic Club. Espanyol will be home against Osasuna in Barcelona. Levante is going to go to Hatafe in Madrid. Atletico Madrid will be hosting Barcelona. That's on Sunday, this next Sunday, in Madrid. That should be a, quite a game in, uh, indeed. On Friday, the Bundesliga finds uh, Schalke hosting Union Berlin. Union Berlin is showing that they can play on the road. So Schalke better be careful. Guess, you know, Union Berlin coming off that great shutout victory over Mönchengladbach at home. Now they go on the road to Schalke. Bundesliga action on Saturday. It's going to show uh, Hoffenheim hosting Fortuna Dusseldorf. Borussia Dortmund traveling to Hertha Berlin. Augsburg going to Köln. Leipzig is going to be traveling to Paderborn. And Bayern Leverkusen will be traveling to Bayern Munich. Then on Sunday, Mönchengladbach at home against Freiburg. And on Sunday, it'll be Werder Bremen traveling to Wolfsburg. In the French League, Ligue 1, on Friday, it's going to be Marseille hosting Brest. And then on Saturday, it's going to be Strasbourg hosting Lyon. Reims is going to host Bordeaux. Metz is going to travel to Nîmes. Amiens is going to go to Montpellier. Dijon will go to Lille. And Angers will travel to Nice. On Sunday, Nantes is going to host Toulouse. Saint-Étienne goes to Rennes. And then the Classic, on Sunday afternoon, although it may not have as much luster as it does in the past, PSG is going to travel to Monaco. Again, Monaco down in the table, not having the kind of year they want. Let's see if maybe this game can give them a boost and get them back up in the topper part of the table there in France. And then um, EPL action on Saturday finds the Magpies of Newcastle hosting Man City. It'll be Burnley hosting Crystal Palace. West Ham will travel to Chelsea. Brighton Hove is going to go to Liverpool. Tottenham Hotspur will host Burnmouth, and that'll be the first home game for the new coach of Tottenham, Josie Mourinho. Watford will be traveling to Southampton. On Sunday, the slate is not as full. Arsenal goes to Norwich. Sheffield United goes to Wolverhampton. It's Everton going to Leicester City to play the Foxes. And Man U will be at home against Aston Villa, having come off that long trip to Kazakhstan for Europa League action on Thursday. So a reminder, once again, we've got a, a long week here. Uh, we're not going to be on uh, with the uh, episodes on Wednesday or Friday. 
However, next Monday, we'll get you caught up on all the action that went on during the week. UEFA uh, championship action is going to take a small hiatus, although on the 30th, we do have that draw. And then, of course, it'll go till March. Africa Cup of Nations is going to be off until probably the summer of uh, 2020. We also have some um, World Cup qualifying uh, games coming up here in probably March or April. They'll be starting up. We're going to have CONMEBOL from South America. We're going to have uh, CONCACAF from the uh, North American Hemisphere. Uh, we're going to have some uh, African World Cup qualifying uh, coming up, and then that'll uh, crisscross and mingle in with the African Cup of Nations qualifying. And then also, of course, we've got the uh, standings, uh, the team still for round two of the Asian uh, World Cup qualifying. So all of that is coming up in the next six months or so, and we'll have all that information for you. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to Kicks and Dribbles. I'm your host, Dan McClay. I want to thank Lauren McClay, who does the technical support for the uh, for the show. Also, John Dang is now a part of the staff. He does the sound equipment, and we appreciate his efforts. Also, D.C. McClay, my son, uh, he also adds ideas uh, every week for the program. Once again, thanks for tuning in. Have a safe Thanksgiving weekend. And don't let your life have too many yellow cards.